Hey, Secret Sisters, Ayana here. So this week's episode is a re-air of one of our pretty popular episodes called So Self-Righteous. So I want you guys to tune in and let us know what you think. Talk to you soon. Save chicks, it's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Alright. Hey y'all. What up? What up? So I have this story today. Perfect. Um, so a few weeks ago we celebrated Lauren's flirty, dirty, thriving. She done been everything in the book for 30. (laughs) We celebrated Lauren's birthday. That's how you do it, Lauren. That's right. I'm gonna be flirty. Oh, what was that? What was you about to say? I was about to say flirty. Oh, I thought I heard an S in there. I was like, Lord Jesus, no. No. (laughs) Either way, we celebrated Lauren's birthday. And she wanted to go to Chateau Mm Elan, which Mm -hmm. is a winery that's outside of the city. It's like a short mini trip. Got it. But one of the activities that we did was the wine tasting. So we got to, yeah, in tour. So we did a little tour. I saw it. It looked so nice. It was. It was really nice. I was a little jealous. I've done it before. I oh. yeah. I was. I mean, I had a great weekend that weekend. I'm That's sure right. you did. I, I saw rose petals on the floor. Exactly. I did. I had to show them how to do the birthdays. Okay. <laughs> she had her own little she poet up, expectation. Pull it up. Oh, that's what we should call the episode. Pull it up. Literally, because it ties into it. But either way, there was a certain part of uh, the, at the end of the tour, we did the wine tasting and we were having so much fun. It was just like, I hadn't been out with girls, my girls in so long. So it was refreshing. Yeah, was cute. Yeah, we were cute. Everything. Popping. Everything. So I did a story and then I was like, ooh actually no i'm not gonna post this and i was like lauren what was the story of i had like a wine glass and you know we were all talking i was telling them to come into like my video or whatever the case may be because i was gonna document it um for it later and then i was like oh nope never mind i was like do you think i should do this you think i should post it you think this is okay and lauren was like girl why not (laughs) in that voice huh but the fact that I even had to question and say, like, oh, my God, is, is this okay? Do you think I should post this? Mm-hmm. And even in times past, I don't think I would. But even us having this platform, to be completely honest with you, and being known as one of the girls from Save Girl Secrets with the podcast. you know, Because this, people definitely uh, stereotype us based off of the name. Just the, the name the of the show. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm Absolutely. like, it's a, it's a play. You yeah. Know, you got to. But they still be listening, you know. Yeah. But the the fact that I even had to question, like, oh my god, like, is this okay? Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? So, have you guys, um, I guess, had conversations or like seen or experienced the, I guess, I guess the questioning or this kind of self righteousness sometimes of people. Um, judging others in certain atmospheres for me it was the wine that was really what it was if we're going beyond um all right so for me i i think i would say (laughs) i'm gonna use the music aspect um i love music i love all types of music so gospel <laughs> nah, I have my, I, I have my little, little fair share, and and Maverick City. I do love Maverick City. Um, you know, I have my fair share, but um, I love music. Uh, but my music taste is very open, like extremely open. Um, 
and it's it's just the way I was raised. Like I'm from Trinidad, so we have calypso, we got reggae, we have all of that. Um, I grew up listening and hearing so many different types of music. My dad was like the ultimate music head. My mom's boss, she used to be a nanny when I was younger, and her her boss worked for Sony. Mm-hmm. So we would get like, you know, back then it was CDs and cassettes. Like we would yeah. get like music before it even was released and all of that. So, you know, I was exposed to a lot. So when I got saved, um, at first my parents did the extreme of we're getting rid of all the secular music. And then, you know, eventually we got an understanding of, you know, grace and, you know, music being music and whatnot. But um, I know in my adulthood, everybody doesn't think the same way that I do. And then also being a quote unquote minister in the church, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know sometimes people... Because I don't, like, I know, especially, like, in my stories or, like, one thing that, one of Sylvester and I's favorite thing to do is just drive and just listen to music in the car. So, like, you know, we'll show that on our stories and stuff like that. And a lot of times, it's not, like, some Christian rapper or something. Like, my favorite rapper ever is Jay-Z. You one know, like, he mm. is in the top five. Yeah. Then we got Andre. Then we got Kendrick. Uh, you know, people like that, and it's like you know, some people looks at look at it as mm, that's like my least favorite word in the world, secular. So I think um, I've definitely had people judge me based off of that, um, or also thinking that you know you're not that saved or you're going through certain things, and even based off of how I look. Like I remember one point when I got my when I initially got my nose pierced. Um, it was the first time I got my nose pierced. It was like a couple of years ago. Um, I remember when I went to church, it was like, you got your nose pierced. And I was like, and then like, I think somebody tried to use that scripture on me about piercings and stuff like that. And then when I decided to like really, cause I, I used to, when I first started dying, my hair blue, it used to be like super subtle, but then I started getting bolder and bolder mm-hmm. and bolder. So when I got like real bold, it was like, oh, look at you, you know, like this, you got the piercings, you got the 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 hair color, and it was like, it would just be like stupid stuff that people would judge me for, and thinking that, um, you know, I wasn't saved. Like I remember sometimes I would go to my parents' church, um, and for whatever reason, I w- and we would go there. Sylvester and I would go there like maybe once every few months or whatever. Um. I don't know if, like, the person didn't see me or some people didn't see me from before. Mm-hmm. You ever go to, like, a church, but everybody else know you, but then it's some people be like, they think you're a new visitor or that's, oh, yeah, this is my daughter. So they think, oh, your daughter's coming to church for the first time right. in a long time. <laughs> thinking, you're a that she, child. thinking that she a backslider or whatever. And I'm like, honey. I've been here. I've been here. <laughs> and I'm over a whole young adult ministry at my home church. What right. are you talking about? Yeah. You know, so in the words of my mother, you look like sin. <laughs> exactly. Like so I it's it's funny that you said that, Denise, because around the same time, across town <laughs> I was having a similar situation. Um I was celebrating Emmett, he turned thirty two. Same weekend that Lauren turned thirty. Yeah. And we went was out it a day apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that birthday's I our day. Know, you know, my, bro- my baby's brother's birthday is the same day as Emmett's. Yes. Oh, wow. 
So I took him on a whole scavenger hunt, which basically led him to the Lowe's, and we did dinner at SGK. Oh, so cute. Yes, it was such a great day, mm. such a great weekend. And so we get to SDK and for your birthday, I guess if you're over 21 or whatever, instead of doing cake, they did shots. Mm. And so they had like brought everything out or whatever. And it had like the little sparkler. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. In the same way I would do like a happy birthday right. cake or whatever, I did the video of like a happy birthday shot for him Mm -hmm. and showed him literally picking up the shot and so i had took it and i was like oh man i was like i probably shouldn't post this or maybe i should post it to our close friends he was like "Uh uh-uh live your life you're living our life (laughs) and i was like okay emmett Mm -hmm. and he's super private right so it completely threw me off but it made me realize that there are people who legit will be in the dms like oh i thought you called yourself safe yeah what you girl. mean you out here drinking and it's just like all i'm gonna say is we're gonna get into it deeper but it in in the word if we're talking about the bible it tells you not to become drunk but it's not in it like jesus legit turned water into wine for a wedding yeah for people it was the first miracle correct me if i'm wrong and weddings back then last for days Mm-hmm. So there's that, and they was already drunk. By the time she <laughs> they needed said, more. No, they she's right. They ran out, and literally they <laughs> were like, "Hey, y'all don't know them people was drunk or not." No, no it's they, 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 they just said they said he saved the best wine for for, for the, either for way. The that leads like me to conclude yeah. there had been drinking prior to him needing to make this, and match. they knew the difference between they was like, "Oh, this wine better." Usually, this because this brown. It ain't. I'm kidding. Usually, the tradition is you give the cheap wine at the end because they already drunk, so they don't know the difference but they knew this wine was better oh my god all i'm saying is <laughs> we clearly read the word the bob didn't say them people's drunk <laughs> i know about that part but what i can say is there has been in the church um a situation where it's almost like it's taboo you're not supposed to drink drinking goes into the same category as tattoos yeah. and smoking and all of the other that was another thing when i got my tattoo pick your poisons mm-hmm. maybe yeah. not smoking i was about to say smoking then. oh no smoking some people some people have issues with smoking so, but yeah but hold up okay you got an issue with smoking i got an issue with smoking i do have an issue with smoking but um it goes into and in, in for a whole nother reason but anyways but it goes into the category of like piercings and tattoos and all of the other things that people be like if you do this then you ain't really saved and the crazy thing about that is it be the christians mm. who still be drinking mm. it's just that don't tell nobody you drinking mm. and don't let nobody see you drinking mm. but we all be drinking mm. so that's the mm. thing that throws me off we don't all be drinking. you don't need it we a need lot it. of us a lot of us want we to give it. the perception that we are living a certain christian standard that we are not living privately but publicly, we want it to seem as though we are not doing those things. It I think it's automati- automatically a. <laughs> What'd you say? I don't know. I'm going to let her go. <laughs> but you said, Denise. And not everybody. It's a large point. Automatically. Uh, I was going to say, I think. <laughs> what? I wonder if it's automatically assumed. Go anyway, like, if you are a Christian. <laughs> What is so funny? That is stupid. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Look at anybody. I'm looking at the Zoom. <laughs> oh, 
my goodness. You're having a good it's automatically like assumed yeah, that I if think you so, are a Christian. If people assume that you're young and you go to church, it's automatically assumed that either you're not doing it or you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. I even think about your bachelorette weekend where in the group meet they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, tell them what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> tell them what happened, Denise. Tell them what happened, Denise. Go ahead, spit a beans. It was an assumption <laughs> that Save Girl Secrets... <laughs> You know, wouldn't uh, I guess partake, partake. in some like the sangria, yeah, and, yeah. the mimosas, the mimosas, and, you know. and yeah. And I mean, to that point, there was a period of time in my life where I did not drink because when I became born again or saved for real, as I like to call it, when I got saved later for on, real, for, real. Okay. for real, for real, later on in my life when I accepted Jesus and I knew him for myself, that I stopped drinking, mm-hmm. and I stopped drinking because when I was out in the world after college when i started in the entertainment industry i drank a lot Mm -hmm. i was at the club a lot and i realized that i would make decisions that were not in alignment with the will of god for my life and i knew that Mm -hmm. i knew that there were decisions that i was making because i was not in the right frame of mind and being not in the frame right frame of mind came from drinking Mm -hmm. i'll be super transparent there was um, a time, this had to be like 2010, maybe, where I was leaving um, a club night because I would work on club nights back then. And if you're in the DMV, then you will know exactly what I'm talking about. I was leaving. It wasn't it wasn't love. It was another club. Anyway, it was another club and I was coming up New York Avenue. When you come up New York Avenue to get to where I lived at the time, I had to get on Baltimore Washington Parkway. When I was on New York Avenue, I literally opened up the door and threw up because I had been drinking. Mm. Wow. And in my mind, I said, you shouldn't be driving. Mm. And back then, I don't think like Uber and Lyft. and like, not, right. it, it wasn't. Around. None of those things were around and were an option. And I was like, you should not be driving. And I remember coming off of New York Avenue, um, taking the exit. 50 to get onto Baltimore Washington Parkway and when I got on the parkway I pulled over on the parkway and parked my car and went to sleep mm. in the car in the car because I knew I wasn't going to make it home mm. and I didn't live that far from there and that period of time for me was really when I realized I was like this is not this is not what I want to do like right. I don't want to live a life where I am legit putting myself in danger. Right, absolutely. Anything could have happened to me. Yeah, for sure. Anything could have happened to me. And what ran through my mind was, I'm not going to call my mom or dad because I know that they know that I know better than this. Right. I wasn't raised like this. This is not a situation that I should be putting myself in. And that, for me, was really like a turning point in getting back into church and joining the dance ministry and becoming, you know, abstaining from from sex and abstaining from drinking and all of those things. Because I said, I I really want to get back to the place where I'm in alignment with what God has for me. Mm -hmm. And so there was a long period of time when I didn't drink at all. Mm -hmm. And I didn't drink at all because I knew that. A, a sip or a cup would take me back to where I was. Right. Now, when I got to a point where I could have a glass of wine to have a glass of wine and it not take me to a space where I'm now drunk. Right. Or I could go to brunch and have a mimosa and it just be a mimosa. That was a different thing. But for me, that came through confirmation from God of 
you're out of that that space. Mm-hmm. You are out of, you know, that window where you really needed to be in an incubation period where I could show you who you were. Right. So that you wouldn't be tricked back into the same scenario. So. All right. So I guess it's, um, first of all, thank you for sharing that. Because <laughs> I was like, I was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. That, that's a story for real. Because, I mean, I really believe, like, once you said, like, you parked and you went to sleep in your car, God had you. Like, he did. Yeah, absolutely. Anything, like, to your point, anything could have happened in that anything. moment. Even you have that logical mind to, right. you know what, Did you even, like, you don't know, you, did you know if you locked your door? Whoa. Like, you just never I mean, that know. Was, that was 20, I was about to say, that was 22 years ago. That was 12 years ago. Yeah, like, you just never know. Yeah, I don't that remember. Moment, what could have happened. Right. But, um, for me, I've kind of been on the opposite end of everything. Um, I don't drink. But for my 30th birthday, I did decide to go to a winery, which was so odd for me because everybody know. You don't drink. Everybody know I don't drink. I kept saying that all weekend. Yes. Everybody kept asking me, so why are we going to this winery? Like, are you going to drink? Are you sure you're going to drink? When and you I'm first like, told us the, the plans, I was like, I mean, it's nice up there. Yeah. <laughs> and I would love to hear this, like your thought process. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I would definitely say that I was the girl in the beginning that thought that drinking was a sin. Um, and I thought that like if you're drinking, you on a you on a fast route to hell. That's what we were tossing right I'm being honest. I'm like, if you drinking, you going straight to hell. It is what it is. Got your passport, you had it there. <laughs> do not collect Do not collect two hundred dollars. Exactly. Yes. And I think for me that was a miseducation on my part because I think I was so interested in um, learning that I did not read the Bible. <laughs> Y'all been on one today. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was trying to learn, but I didn't want to. I didn't pick, up my, like read it. I didn't pick up my Bible and read it. Uh, <laughs> Woo, Jesus. When I finally read my Bible, I understood <laughs> I understood that the Bible says that, that you drunkenness, drunkenness is the sin. Right. But even in the beginning of that, because um, I remember being in college and I remember this girl was going ham. We worked together and she was like, the Bible is clear. The Bible is clear. The Bible says that drunkenness is the sin, that drinking is not the sin, but that drunkenness is the sin. And a lot of people think that she was just going on and on and on. And I was like, oh, she, yep, she got her passport because she, <laughs> she going straight down. And because in my mind, I had just, I guess, adopted the mindset of that drinking was a sin. And um, I oftentimes tell y'all this. It wasn't until I, um, I came to World Changers that I really found liberation in my faith. Because I saw so many people around me that was liberated to do really anything. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing. I know you're going to say this crop top. Crop top. top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crop top. Crop, crop top. top. I got a friend. She rocks a crop top. It is what it is. But she liberated to do so. that something. was your first encounter. That like, was. It caught, yeah. it caught this old girl here all At the young God. adult ministry. At the young. And she was. She was. Um. She was hosting. She, yeah, was, she hosting was hosting the service with a crop top on. I was like, yo, what is happening? Like, I was like, do they got their passports? I'm trying to figure. I'm literally saying, everybody here got a passport. Everybody here got a passport. So you was probably looking at us like, they let her go up there with I, crop top. I was top. trying to figure out what was going on. I really was. I was like, what? 
So, um, but I will say I am so blessed to have had that experience because it has literally um, made me realize the liberation in, in being a Christian and being a believer in Christ that, you know, stop adopting these, I guess, ideologies or these, these, this mindset that to be a Christian, you have to look this way. You have to act this way. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not that. So I will be completely honest to say when we did go to Chateau Elon, I did not drink. I took a sip or whatever. And then, you know, I poured it out, but you know, I'm, I'm just a person that I don't, I don't enjoy drinking. That's just something that I don't enjoy, but I don't, I'm now mature enough in my faith that I, I know not to condemn someone because that is something that they do. Um, my issue with it now is that I feel like it should not be a taboo topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it, I feel like we should talk about it. I feel like there should be an education about drinking so that if a believer decides to drink, they understand that you should not get yourself to a position where you're drunk. Right. And if you, and if you find yourself getting into a position of you, um, becoming drunk, because it is something that you become, right. that this is what you need to do. These are the steps that you need to take right. so that you can, uh, take a step back and not fall, you know, I guess into what we would, that would be considered a sin. Yeah. And so, um, what, that's one thing I do want to shout out my mom about is because my mom understood that I was going to a, D1 school, which means that I was going to a large university that was known for being a school of partying, a school that promoted drinking. Honestly, the University of Florida directly across the street is a line of bars. You don't even have to get in your car. You can literally walk. I, they I, kid you, they, I kid you not. Literally, you walk across the street. You take you take a little crosswalk mm-hmm. and the the, it's a it's a line of bars. We call it bar crawl. Like literally, you just go from bar to bar to Temple bar. Temple has the same thing. It's a bar on campus. You know, not a, a, a bar. lot of colleges. Nah, are see, like, yeah, it's, have, well, they're bars. Yeah, like they're beside like each other. Yeah, and it's it's a it's lines of them. So it's at a called Lord Chorus Walk. I forget what we call. It's been time so long. Yeah, but I forget what they call it. But we used to have a bar on campus too, but they took that away because they don't need it. Because literally across the street is bars. But I remember before I started school, my mom took me out, and she was like, "Hey, you're gonna be going to this huge university. You're the type of girl that I know you don't drink because you know I don't. I don't had you underneath my umbrella." And she said, "I want you to understand what liquor tastes like." Mm-hmm. So at that moment, she ordered a drink for herself. Of course, I'm still underage because I wasn't 21 yet. She ordered a drink for herself and she was like, hey, I need you to taste this. Your and mama did the uh, the island thing because I done had a sip or two before 18. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, my uncle did it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, said, I need, she said, I need you to taste this. And so I tasted it and I was like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And she said, exactly. She said, liquor is not, she said, a lot of liquor is not, appetizing to the taste Mm -mm. she said it is an acquired taste you Mm -hmm. are desiring to drink so therefore you do it so she says i want you to understand if you're ever out and about in college and you're drinking something and it doesn't taste right it don't have that fruit punch taste that you used to have it she said it might have a little something in it Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that moment because that's one thing i can say when i went to college 
I had a knowledge of, I, I can even smell it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, if you be oh, real you about it, before you even pull the drink up to your mouth, you are smelling right. what's in the cup. Mm-hmm. So before I even did that, I was like, ah, nah. And people have tried to set me, and I'm going to be honest, me being in college and me being upfront and honest with y'all to let y'all know, hey, I don't drink. Like, people have tried to set me up. Oh, Lauren, I, I made you a drink. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I'm good. You know, or I'll take the drink, find a plant, pour the drink out, and keep, <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. But um, I will say that I was just like, like I said earlier, I was just the type of girl that I felt, I felt like I was, uh, I felt like I was the Christian police. Like, I was just telling people like, yo, like, oh, you drinking? You don't need to drink. You, no, nah, you, you got that passport now. Like, you know. <laughs> I was quick to tell people like and just killing the vibe. I was right. I was a vibe killer when I when I was young in my faith. I'm I was, glad you know that. Yeah. I was. I was. I was just I was so I was so honest mm-hmm. about my walk with Christ. That's really was that was me and Sierra? Yeah, it oh there was. Oh yeah. yeah. You was a got vibe you killer too. We still gotta get CC on. So she I mean, part of the story. If you are new to the podcast and you have not listened to, I think the episode is called The Purge. Go listen to that episode. So. It is the, the purge. purge is about when you first get saved and you become very self-righteous. Yeah. yeah. You ain't got to be first because Lauren been saved. Yeah, been saved. I mean, <laughs> she said when she was early in her Christian walk, though. I mean, in my serious Christian. I had, <laughs> I had several walks. <laughs> I think I done, had, I done had several walks with Jesus. I have. You know what I can I appreciate, though? In the beginning of the conversation, you started or you mentioned once you became mature in your faith. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of uh, the issue comes in with the self-righteousness is there are a lot of babes that are in Christ and even Christians have a bad rep of just condemning and beating people up we don't really have the reputation of loving and embracing and encouraging someone it's more of a you're gonna be we're fault finders and we're gonna tell you like you just said to Christian police what you're doing wrong yeah I I mean I even remember and I, I had to I apologize to them I remember having friends even in my adulthood with me living back home because a lot of older people still feel the way that I felt when I was younger. And I had some friends. I went to their house. And um, they're cool with my whole family or whatever. So all of us was going to come to their house. It wasn't just me. It was my parents, everybody. And so I remember them being like, hey, yo, like, um, we had to put up our liquor. We put our liquor up in the, um, pretty much in, like, the cabinets, the upper cabinets. Because we didn't want, you know, your family to see that. See, you know, we had that's liquor. what I'm talking about. That's what I was talking about. Right. But I, I apologize to them. I said, yo, like, I am so sorry that y'all felt like that was something y'all had to do. I said, because in all honesty, that's not right. Mm-hmm. I said, and I feel like to be candid with you, it is an, it is not your fault. It is a miseducation <clears throat> for, in my opinion, I feel like it is a miseducation for us to impose, first of all, to someone that, um, if you're drinking or if you you prefer a wine here and there that you have to put up you know your liquor or or that you should hide that this is something that you enjoy doing right. i think i think that that's i think that is wrong and i ain't trying to i ain't really trying to start no mess or whatever because y'all not hiding these kids that you having out of wedlock mm. you bring them to church you know, or you're not hiding this man that we know that y'all doing something like you you want to hide stuff that you that you can hide but this other stuff we have to be, we have to accept. Mm. And it's, it's honestly, it ain't right. Right. It is not right. And so that's why I said, you know, I'm, I'm to a point now in my life where I know I have been guilty of it. And so I'm quick to give the apology. Like, yo, I'm so sorry. I made you feel that way. And, um, I, I'm gonna do better. Mm-hmm. I feel like as Christians, it's, it's, 
it's okay to say that, yo, I messed up with that and I need to, I need to do better. That, that, that doesn't speak anything about you. It spoke a lot about me. Yeah. So that was good, Lauren. That was so good. Anybody else? I think you hit the nail on the head with what you said for sure. We can go, we can go to break. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back after this. Saved Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by The Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. Happy Monday, Secret Sisters. It's your girl, Denise, checking in with your motivational quote. So this one is a little off topic from what you just heard, but I felt like it could inspire you anyway. It says that the wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. It's just a reminder that every day we face different things, whether we put ourselves in situations or whether the situations are placed in front of us. Either way, God is there. He can heal us. He can bring us through them. And, you know, we got this. Don't worry about what everybody else is saying. Don't worry about when and how it's going to happen. Just do your part. Heal. Give it to God and keep it moving. This your week, sis. Let's get it. All right, ladies. We are back. Um, I feel like the discussion is going good so far. Uh, One thing uh, that I wanted to kind of talk about just for a second before... We went into everything else, giving y'all scriptures and all of that is also um, I had mentioned off off mic about how, you know, there are so many types of self-righteousness when it comes to, you know, what you believe, what you don't believe, blah, blah, blah. And I remember um, my husband, he does not drink like that. He doesn't drink. And I remember Wait, you said like that. So like it'll, it'll be like an occasional yeah right she did yeah, she was like let's away. touch that real quick she said like that yeah because I had to I had to like say it like I mean it's not like it might be home or whatever but it's not like it could, he doesn't it, socially drink yeah he doesn't socially drink it could be like months like months of you know so but basically you know he I remember before when he didn't drink at all. Uh, you know, he would just be like, you know, I don't drink like people like if we're at somebody's house or whatever, they might offer him a drink or whatever or out, you know, and um, he'd be like, I don't drink. And I remember because at one point I didn't drink at all either. And I remember people would be like, they would look at you a certain way and you would mm-hmm. get this. Ooh, excuse me. You would get this kind of self-righteousness from them. Like, oh, you think you you better or you think such and such. Or or they would want this big explanation as to why not. Like, they would automatically assume it had to do with our Christianity. And it's like, nah, we just don't. Like, it's just something. I, like, like, to me, to this day, I don't drink dark liquor. Mm. It's just something. First of all, it's nasty to me. Like, I just. It's nasty. <laughs> the way she said it. Nasty. It's nasty. Like, I don't it know. Is. I just. I just be like, but why? Like, so I'm like, Hennessy. Like, why would you make this? What's, yeah. what's, the, what's the dark one? Like, what were y'all thinking when y'all came up with this? I'm like, it's burning down your throat. Like, ain't got time for that. Like, give me something fruity, something little, you know. Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I. Yeah. I totally get what Ayana said. Yeah. So I just feel like. I don't know. I just it, it would just be this judgment. And it's I'm not I know we like talking about alcohol, but it's even other things that people yeah. do that. Like, well, I don't do this. Like, you know, like I'll use this as an example. I got a I, I got a virgin. I was a virgin when I got married. People would look at me like, oh, so you thought you was better? 
And I'm like, no, I didn't think I was better. Just but think. obviously you do. <laughs> Meaning the other person. The other no, person. absolutely. Yeah. Like, but, um, you know, like my thing was, I remember I talked to my husband about this. I was like, just being honest, especially when I was in high school, because I used to get that a lot in high school. When I was in high school, I was like, just because y'all sent, because my high school was very promiscuous, extremely promiscuous. Hmm. And I was like, just because y'all doing it don't mean that I got to get set up in that, because it was a circle. Like it was people that I knew were sleeping with each other and all of that. I'm like... I don't want to be in this nasty. It is nasty. That's I want to. I want to be in the midst of that, you know. And so I'm like, that's my personal choice. Yeah. So I feel like even whoever's listening to it on the other side or yeah, whatever, that's real. Like, don't judge people based off of what they choose not to do. Yeah. You know, and also don't judge people choose based off of what they choose to do. Yeah. Both are like, a form of self-righteousness. They are. Exactly. So I'm like, we just, at the end of the day, like when y'all were talking earlier, I was like, the crazy thing is at the end of the day, we just need to mind our own business. business. Yeah. So I think to Ayana's point, and I think I said this off mic, when I went through that space where it was like, I ain't drinking nothing. It was so many people on the other side who were like, oh, so now you too good. You was just drinking mm-hmm. with us a month ago. You don't drink no more. Oh, now you're in a church. Da, 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 da. You think this, that. And it's like, this this is about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ain't got nothing this, to do with you. This don't have nothing to do with you. Why you got yourself in the center? <laughs> what, what I'm doing ain't got nothing to do. Jesus at the center. Of it all. Okay. Cute Jesus at the center of it all. I'm just saying, like, and I feel like that's what self righteousness is. Self righteousness is putting you and yourself in the center and what you believe mm-hmm. and making that the focal point. Mm-hmm. And whether it's on the side where it's like, well, you know what? I don't believe that Christians should drink. Or if it's on the other side where it's like, nah, you need to be drinking. You don't need to be at brunch and you ain't having no mimosas. It's like, you can't impose how you feel or what you believe mm-hmm. on another person. If you want to, if you want to, you know, sow a seed of making someone think about something, that's fine. God waters and gets the increase from that. Mm -hmm. And if it is something that God wants to deal with that person on, then let God do it. He don't Mm -hmm. need your assistance in beating nobody up because he don't. And you also don't know the past of some of these people. Like, you don't know if their parents dealt with alcoholism, if they dealt with um, being somebody dealt with promiscuity, somebody dealt with rape. Like, you have no idea. We sit there and we constantly judge people. We don't know their backgrounds. We don't know what they're personally dealing with. I I remember it was a movie. Um, I think it was it was something like rom-com or whatever. And this guy met this girl at a bar and he was like, she was like, I don't drink. And he was like, oh, come on, stop being so stuck up. And she was like, no, I'm like seven years uh, recovering. Yeah. yeah, recovering. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, he like literally. And and it was like. It's sad that it has to get yeah. to that. Because yeah. so, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be be nice to people because you mm-hmm. don't know what they're going yeah. through. It should be be nice because mind your business. Yeah. Right. You know, I think that brings up a good conversation because i've definitely dealt with that too where i don't drink and so i've definitely had people be like oh you don't drink i don't trust you and i'm like all right but not that i asked you to trust me to begin with but i i even feel like it brings up another topic too and with me being in a professional space a lot of times but it's like okay well you know let's hang out after work maybe we can go get some drinks i hate that that is always like the, the first thing i'm like people got pan- i mean people got cupcake shops here why we gotta go get a drink you know like we go get a slice of pizza, right, pizza <laughs> i mean i like i hate that because now it's like i have to now awkwardly tell you bro i don't drink 
oh mm-hmm. you don't drink and i'm like no every adult does not drink like mm-hmm. why is the adult thing always oh let's go to a happy hour and i'm like come on man right i think it's the adult thing because that's what technically you do when you turn 21 but in on the other side to that i think um sometimes drinking isn't considered social like you just said oh let's go get drinks a lot of times i don't drink to get drunk oh, not a lot of times i personally don't drink to get drunk yeah. i am a social drinker i'll have a glass of wine or i have a shot or something but it's not like my intention is to drink to get drunk but the automatic assumption if it's like let's go get drinks is that the person wants to get drunk mm-hmm. right so i think I there's a lot of i don't think so in a workspace i think in a but work- that's my point so oh. it shouldn't have you know what i mean like her even needing to say well i don't drink it's okay if you don't drink you know it's a social setting i don't think people were are in the when i hear that i don't hear you don't hear let's get drunk, drunk. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. it's like let's go sit it's somewhere a casual, right it's the yeah. atmosphere it's a different but I think type of I, thing my point is like i hate that that is the assumption that every adult drink you know I you know you. what i'm saying like you can do other things that are social outside right. of just getting drink especially here in atlanta we yeah. ain't in a boring city like you could literally do any and everything that you want to yeah. do but i get that oftentimes me in a professional space oh let's get drinks and i'm just like maybe it's something about making each other or seeing the other person outside of work maybe that's right i mean that's definitely what it is if you're asking but i also have a different thing about that like i don't really like if i were in a corporate america setting i would not hang out with any of my coworkers. that ain't that ain't me like drinks nah we good i just don't feel like i would cross that Mm -hmm. line anyway so i've actually done that and i've ordered a drink and everybody at the table have been like (gasps) you drink you know what i mean so i get that too yeah yeah it's just i don't know i feel like this is the whole topic of like adulting (laughs) because like sometimes you do have those awkward occurrences where it's just like all right now i got to i mean i know it's simply explain yourself i shouldn't but it always turns into but if she go if she go out with them to get drinks and she order a ginger ale they're gonna be like that's it that's all you order Right. So it's like you got to kind of. So now thank God for cranberry juice because that's always my go to. I'll just get a glass of cranberry juice mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right. They don't know what's in it. They don't. But I mean, yeah. I just, I, I just, I hate that that is, that's to me, a lot of times, anytime I'm doing anything as far as like in a professional room, it's always in, drinks are involved in it's, some And it sort. depends on your industry because in yeah, mine, sure. it was, I was definitely, I won't say I was shunned when I went through that space and time, but it was definitely people like, oh, wait, you don't drink no more? Oh, wait, you don't drink no more? Or here's the thing, right? You get a promotion at your job. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. It's like if you get a promotion at your job, we're going to have a happy hour for so-and-so's promotion. Exactly. But so-and-so don't drink. So yeah. why are we having a happy hour? It's for the food. It's for the tapas. This was pre-pandemic. We had a, a movie premiere we were invited to. Did you go? I went. Lauren didn't go. We went to a couple. So I didn't go. So I don't know. I know, which one but you're it was about. the one where like we it was went into the room. Lauren didn't yeah, go. STK. I think it was STK. I didn't go to that one. And I remember specifically they were like passing out like champagne and stuff like that. And I don't think I was like, first of all, I'm driving. I don't and then I don't like champagne like that. So I went to the bars and asked for some water. And I remember the bartender looked at me like Okay, he gave me the water, but it was still kind of like it's like why are you asking for something else when the drinks are free? Yeah, so yeah, yeah so but yeah, but I I mean I think what it boils down to is kind of not imposing how you feel on other people. I did also have a a scripture that I wanted to read if y'all don't mind, just from the space of we always give a scripture, a scripture anyway. I can't mm-hmm. talk today. I don't know what it is with <laughs> my words. Um, but a couple of scriptures that I wanted to... Have you had a drink? I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> no, I had to do it. I had to do it. My bad. I haven't. Um, throw out there in 
Ephesians 5, 18 through 19, it says, and be not drunk with wine wherein in excess, but be filled with the spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So that's one scripture. The other one um, is Ecclesiastes 9 and 7 when it says, go thy way, eat thy bread with joy and drink wine with a merry heart for God now accepteth thy works. And I think that one was talking about they had made a sacrifice and it was them saying like, God is pleased. It's fine. Basically like go and celebrate that wine was seen as a celebration Mm -hmm. um, tool back then. But the scripture that I think is most important that I wanted to get across was first Peter four and seven. And it says, um, but the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And one of the things that when I was going through the space of getting back into like doing stuff as small as like having a mimosa at brunch, um, just learning that it's about soberness of mind, Mm -hmm. that God doesn't want you to be drunk because when you are drunk, you are not in a space where you can receive the wisdom that he's trying to give to you for you to be a conduit of whatever it is that he's trying to do in the earth. So being sober does not just mean being drunk. Being sober means not being angry. Being sober means not being Mm self-centered. Being sober means being sober in your mind and not having anything that is a blockage for God to get to you the wisdom, the revelation. Come on now. And the confirmation to carry out That's what it good. is that he has given to you. So when people get up in arms about, oh, you ain't supposed to drink, you ain't supposed to drink. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to ever put yourself in a situation where you are not watchful unto prayer. Meaning that you are not watchful unto being a a vessel of the Lord to do what it is that he needs to do through you. And that's not just being drunk. Yeah. That's, that could be anything. That could be anything. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm here for it. Yeah. You right. So I in agree. other words, go and get yourself something from ABC. <laughs> oh my God. But don't get drunk. But don't get drunk. Yeah, don't get drunk. And if you don't, get yourself some Welch's, you know. <laughs> and right? some sparkling cider. I love me some sparkling cider. I'll say this. If this is something that you're dealing with when it comes to self-righteousness and whatnot, pray about it. Pray about it. Talk to God about and it. Read. And read. And read the word. So you can this learn. Right. So you can learn. This, Absolutely. This, it, y'all, we laugh at that. It's an inside joke, but yeah. Just because y'all going to be it's like, It's an outside what? joke. Too. <laughs> Skip right on over that. Right. Because y'all, y'all going to be like, what? You need to read. Seriously, so you can learn. Oh, my God. Anyway, like, yeah. Like, get into the word for yourself. Understand. Like, because I know that some people going to listen to this podcast and be like, what? You know. Listen, get into the word for yourself. Understand, you know, what it means to be self-righteous. Understand different things. Uh, just, you know, I just y'all just stop judging and just live live your life for yourself. If you don't agree with certain things that your friends might be doing, family or whatever, just pray for them. That's all I say. Yeah, I always say that. It's just pray for them, you know, because people be like, but such and such doing this. And what you doing? Right. Just pray for them. Have you prayed for them? That's it. So. Amen. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to continue the conversation or if you have something to say. I'm sorry. That'd be the mama coming. I just, Ooh, just I felt your that. business. I felt that. Lord. Feel free to send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. Be sure that you are subscribed to us on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Play, all the things. And be sure that you're following us on all social media platforms at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram, Facebook, and at Save Girl Secret, no S, 
on Twitter. Um, we love you. We appreciate you supporting us. And we hope that there was something that was said today that blessed you and caused you to, to dig a little deeper in your word about what the Lord has said when it comes to pouring it up. So we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace. And bye. Bye. bye.